0: I've got my, my story, which I'll share here. Uh, many years ago, I tried to do a backflip, and... Um... How'd <laughs> you do? Wow, <laughs> okay, so you can
1: imagine well, what well, well, It was just, it was, no, it was just like, it, you just caught me off guard there. Well, I was for so you, sorry. Angelo,
2: that's a special moment. I don't know, but, it just that literally
3: just came out it, I think it's the way that you treat it as if it was just a really normal thing to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Rest of goals I'll tell you what the real reason for doing that backflip as well, is because you know, I was weightlifting at the time doing Olympic Olympic weightlifting and whenever you get a PB you want to celebrate. And I thought, how cool would it be to be able to celebrate with a, a backflip? <laughs> Fuck
1: off. Are you on on the platform? Yeah. Is that what yeah, you that's wanted what to do? That was the whole motivator <laughs> for it. Oh man. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Training Tangents Podcast, where we intend to have a light-hearted conversation to help you in your health and fitness journey. As a collective, we have over 40 years of experience ranging from regular gym users to professional athletes, so we like to think we have an idea on what people should and shouldn't be doing in the gym. Along the way, we're going to debunk myths, answer various questions, and provide training tips, all in a short 20-minute chat in the health and fitness universe. everyone and welcome to episode number 5 of the training tangents podcast um, i can see the fucking, i swear to god i swear i'm going to start doing this freaking intro Without looking at the screen, because you guys put me off. Right, let me I'm, I'm looking away. Anyway, fuck me. Let's get started on this. Training Tangents episode number five. We've got more questions for you guys regarding health and fitness from the health and fitness universe. I've got Rob Scholten, Angelo Notto, and Casey Sanford with me as usual. Uh, let's get straight into question number one. And this is gonna be a big one, probably the whole podcast, and that is how can I cure my back pain? That's a that's a big question. Um, Rob, have you ever worked with anyone regarding back pain? Yes, a lot of people, because it's really common and
2: across broad demographics. So from working as a a PT where we both started up in Leicester, in Pure Gym, working for 10 Health and Fitness, who were doing uh, like lots of rehab work, working for Exos. But people can just randomly suffer back pain. Some of it's genetic, some of it's train-related. Unfortunately, for some people, there's just random low back pain. It's Mm. a thing where your body just decides to have a fuck you moment and there's absolutely no reason for it. Your body is a a wonderful thing, but it can be capable of being a complete dickbag to you for no reason. Like phantom
1: limb pain. And it's a repetitive thing as well, isn't it? Like, often people who get back pain once will then keep getting it. Because I've got my own sort of experience of back pain where I was passing over a considerable amount of weight. Ooh, you're hard. About seven kilos to a client. And um it wasn't, it was like 160. Showing off. But they were doing a hip thrust and I we didn't have a hip hip thrust machine. And for some reason I I don't know why. I just felt like passing them the bar. Uh because they were already into position. And as I leaned forward to pass it, I felt something ping in my back. And I, I was literally in a bad way for about three months. And then I kept on getting that injured until I managed to successfully sort of rehab it and then jumping over a little stream on the beach with my dog I pinged another part of my back completely different but then I kind of figured out a solution to it and ever since then I've been absolutely fine one of the things I did is that when I had the injury I laid on the floor and I couldn't lift my legs off the floor And I was just thinking, my body is trying to protect me. It doesn't want me to move any specific muscle or joints that's going to injure me any further. And it really doesn't want me to lift my leg off the floor. Like genuinely, I couldn't lift them. They, They stayed completely on the floor. So I thought, okay, if it wants to protect that movement, then I need to overload that movement when I can. So as I started to get a bit more movement of my legs back again, I then started adding, you know, leg raises and various different things that actually train the anterior part of my abdomen. Because as we all know, the back is, uh, the whole torso is like this tube of muscle and they all kind of interlink and work. You've got intramuscular slings going across the torso. And for me, I think the reason why, other than that initial injury with the, passing the weight from the hip thrust I think it's because I've got generally a weak anterior trunk so I've been smashing the shit out of that and my back has never felt so great I like I feel genuinely brilliant can we just explain what anterior is and you said something about some sort of sling can we explain what those terms are okay the, uh, some of the terms you'll hear quite common on on our podcast is anterior and posterior uh, anterior meaning the sort of frontal side of the body. If you were to look forward, it in look down, it would be those muscles on that side of the body. Your posterior would be, you know, from your shoulders at the back all the way down through your lower back, glutes, into the hamstrings, etc., like the back of the legs. So anterior being the front of the body, posterior being the back, and then lateral is is tend to be the, the, the side. And intramuscular slings is that there are... Uh, parts of the body that would work with the contralateral side. And again, okay, you're going to ask me for that, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) So if you imagine running, when you run, your opposite limb will stretch out with your opposite limb on the floor. So if my left leg is out, my right arm will come up. And what that's doing is that's that's counterbalancing a rotation to keep me... Uh, running with a more straight pattern so if you watch people who are poor runners they'll tend to rotate their torso too much whereas if you watch the really elite runners their torso and their head is like still it's completely still and the limbs are moving around that and that's because this con this um contralateral abdominal sling of muscle is helping to connect the outstretched upper limb and the the limb on the uh the leg we're
2: gonna go through the entire podcast as an amp Lecture, yeah. it'd be brilliant. Everybody's going to be
0: on with A and like,
1: Jesus Christ, I'm going to sleep. Listen to this when you when you want to go to sleep, everyone.
0: Low back pain can be non-specific. It can happen for for so many different reasons, and sometimes you can be te- you know just unlucky. But when people say they're unlucky, I think it's because they haven't truly identified the the root cause. They're already looking at the symptom. I have a symptom and it's back pain, but the root cause of that is just unknown. Strength tends to be. Um, a limiting factor. So if someone isn't strong at certain parts of the body relative to the task that they're doing, because that's the other factor you wanna look at, then it seems to be pain around the lower, the lower back, all right, Or around the hip joint. Um, if we are doing an action that we are not prepared for, the body will just give you a warning sign. And lower back pain is, is one of those things. Um, if we are doing that kind of acutely, That shouldn't be too much of a problem. If we're doing that chronically, and I guess the magnitude of that stimulus is too great for the body, then potentially we're increasing our likelihood of of some sort of potential injury or something sinister to happen. But the body does adapt, all right? It's a said principle, specific adaptation to impose demands. But you want to do that in a very logical and progressive manner. Uh, Saying that, most people have had an episode of low back pain. I've certainly had it. I've got my, my story, which I'll share here. Uh, many years ago, I tried to do a backflip. And, um... How as you do? Wow. <laughs> okay. So you can imagine. Well, what happened it next. was just, it was,
1: no, it was just like, you just caught me off guard there. Well, I was for so you, sorry. Angelo, that's a special
3: moment. I don't know. It just I literally just yeah, went out I think it's the way that you treat it as if it was just a really
0: normal thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Press the goals. I'll tell you what the real reason for doing that backflip as well is because, you know, I was weightlifting at the time doing Olympic Olympic weightlifting and whenever you get a PB, you want to celebrate. And I thought, how cool <laughs> would it be to be able to celebrate with a, a backflip? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Are you on, on the platform? Yeah. Is that what you That's, wanted to that do? Was the whole motivation for it. Oh, no. <laughs> so as you do, with very little training, you just go off and, and try. I pulled um two of my friends, one, one was another coach at the time, uh, to kind of just... Be there for reassurance more than anything else. Um, We did some drill work on the ground and with a crash pad. And then we thought, all right, let's just do it. I did one jump and I actually did do the backflip. I just didn't quite stick the landing. I kind of overdid it, which then gave a false sense of confidence to everyone in that group. Because I did my second attempt, something happened midair and I basically landed on my neck. Oh, shit. I was in a bad way for probably about eight to ten months. Holy wow. fuck. I've never, you've never mentioned anything about it. I've
1: known you for like a good number of years yeah, now. Yeah, so
0: this will come full circle in a moment. Uh, I was in a bad way. But you didn't
1: go full circle. No,
0: I was, I was stuck in the <laughs> atmosphere somewhere. Yeah, that's the problem.
3: I I went wrong. And this is why blokes need therapy, because we deal with really problematic parts of our life through humour.
0: Anyway, what it meant though was that my body went into safety mode. It wanted to limit how much movement I could create to protect my my spine, right? Yeah, it was a, a big stress, a big uh, shot placed onto the body. Now, luckily, I had a scan the next day, and uh, there was no fractures. There was nothing truly sinister, but I was just locked up. Right, a phrase that you might have commonly heard. And my behaviours at the time were also not helping me with my recovery. So, for anyone who is dealing with lower back pain, one thing you want to do is identify your triggers. What what triggers your pain, uh, and how much stress are you exposing yourself to? Now, stress is non-specific. I was stressed from the anxiety of shit. I I potentially paralyzed myself, or or I've done something wrong, right? And I'm not quite. And I, I didn't know as well. I didn't have this the knowledge to to feel equipped to battle it. Um, and I was in pain. Now, when you're in pain, your vision becomes becomes tunnel vision. That's your world is pain. Uh, so I wasn't moving much. I was just doing a bare minimum. I was coaching in the AM and coaching the PM and during the day, I wasn't really moving much. If anything, I was laying down a lot just to find a more comfortable position. So offloading, but I was doing too much of that. There wasn't enough movement specific to address my issue, which initially was walking, right? I should have walked more, but I found it so uncomfortable and I didn't push through that. I just avoided walking altogether. I did the absolute minimum.
1: Mm.
0: Now, this is where it becomes full circle because you guys know I play a certain mobile game, right? And the reason for playing that game, and that game's Pokemon Go,
3: Pokemon,
0: was because I knew I needed to get off my ass and start moving, but be somewhat distracted from the limitations I had. When I did that, it was uncomfortable at first, but it was I could I could push through. But when I did that, it then allowed me to start unlocking the, the door to some other types of training that actually was more beneficial to me.
2: But this is a time that you knew us, and mobile phones with cameras were a thing, and we don't have a video of this.
0: <laughs> so this is the summer of 2016 when Pokemon Go had just launched as well. So all the 90s kids was like just out there. It was just nostalgic heaven. Yeah. But that was the real kick I needed to to just get off my arse and start moving. Once I started to get some short term relief from that i then started swimming i then started doing like very basic uh corrective base i guess exercise in the gym it just it was the the first domino to fall that then allowed me to do the stuff that actually did have a more compounding effect but initially i couldn't i couldn't even walk properly
2: Run. i've gone through a significant rise well, a hip injury but it at the same time ruined or pulled a lot of muscles in my back obviously because your hip and your back are right next to each other my hip suffered then my back suffered Mine was also doing something stupid for most people where you don't have that acute stimulus. A lot of injuries or musculoskeletal injuries are simply your body can't control the forces that are being acted on it. Sometimes that is through trying to pass seven kilos to somebody. Sometimes it's just postural demands and you're not strong enough. So the tissue tolerance, so at least saying, you're doing all your ab work, if you think your anterior trunk isn't strong enough, make it stronger. So for me, making sure that My back issues are limited, because that happened when I was a teenager, is making sure my trunk musculature is capable of controlling a huge amount of force. Because for me, when I sit down for long periods, when I was inactive through lockdown in 2020, my body suffered a lot because I'm not moving. And like you saying, one of the main things around back injury, especially, because they just seem more debilitating than any other sort, is get people to start moving to encourage movement initially if it's that bad where i've been in stages where it's taken me 10 minutes to put my socks on now my body don't want to move like you're saying you literally couldn't lift your legs off the floor lee if it's that bad you've got to do whatever it takes to get you to move again because if you've been scanned and the doctor said well there's no mechanical reason for this to be an injury your body is essentially being a bit delicate and protecting you unnecessarily so you need to tell it let it know to build a confidence That it can do its basic function yeah once it's got the confidence for that then you can add layers to it but basically you need to make sure that you are strong enough to control the things that life throws at you sometimes stress creates back pain however also importantly in some cases it could actually be a sign of cancer so if you do have a non-specific back pain you've been seen treatment because i worked with a physio who referred one of his clients that he was treating for back pain to a specialist consultant at a hospital who then found out that they had uh, cancer. So whilst for the most part, it's just you're not strong enough, sometimes muscles around the hip are too tight or the other trunk musculature is not strong enough, and it's an easy fix. Move, remind your body to move, and then strength train because it protects you. It's like magic. But if that's still not working, just in case, go and see a, a GP.
3: I think a lot of us have all had back pains, either doing silly things. Which, let's be honest, the majority of our back pains are. Um, especially me, I fell out of a tree when I was young, um, trying to climb from one tree to another. Didn't realise how heavy I was, and that the branches weren't that particularly thick. So, oh, mine was drunken splits. So, oh, nice. Yours was what drunken splits?
2: Yes, Halloween party and. Um, Somebody's like, oh, Rob, you can do the splits. I was like, yeah, hold my
3: beer. So basically what we're saying is the easiest way to protect yourself is don't do stupid shit.
2: Yeah, don't be stupid. And mostly you should be okay.
3: And to fix yourself, play Pokemon Go. Yeah. Adaptate well, the, up. the other side of this as well is that we need to take into consideration that um, a lot of this comes down to the way that, that life has changed. Because although you three are obviously, um, you've all got very active jobs, people like myself that work in offices, we're now sitting down a hell of a lot um, and to add to that, to really compound the problem, not only we're we not are we sitting in offices, we're sitting in offices at home that aren't set up right for our for the work we're doing, because we don't have that level of control over how our what sort of space we're working. in. some people are working from dining room tables on a on a fixed chair with no way of changing the height and. Depth and lean of the of the chair or the table or whatever else it is they're working on. I'm lucky enough to have a really good setup, um, and mainly because of that, because I've worked in terrible situations previously. So that can really aggravate even the the most minor of of back injuries and make it so much worse and compound that problem. Um, so the the real tip to this uh, and to to kind of lead into the summary is that if you create really soft movements to what you're doing. If you've already got a back injury, if you've got something that is, may lead into a back injury in future, if you're starting to get that lower back pain, aches and pains when you're getting up um, from a good night's sleep or whatever, uh, or if you've been sitting in an uncomfortable position for a while and that's tending to give you pain, then just help your body by giving yourself very easy movements to do, things like walking, swimming, let's be honest on underutilized exercise
1: easy wins they're they're the easy wins that everyone can do Well, they're
3: underutilized exercises right because we all think we've got when we exercise you've got to go down to the gym and you've got to smash in you've got to do running and you've got to do weightlifting and, and and i think some sense of to to not point out common sense don't go and do deadlifts if you've got a lower back issue or or good mornings or any of that sort of stuff um but give yourself that time and effort to, to do the real minor exercises that we take for granted.
0: Let's just assume that there's there's nothing sinister or nasty. Um, and there's there's not like a an acute, stupid moment that's caused back pain, but the the, the average person's listened to listen to the podcast has just got general back pain. We've already mentioned stress. We haven't gone into detail about that, but stress is so important. Usually non-specific back pain could be a case of you've done too much too soon or you've just not done enough. And this enough is movement. So you've done way too much movement, too much intensity, too much volume. So consider your sets and reps in the, in the gym, right? Uh, or if you're playing sport, all that change direction, all of the impact forces you're exposing yourself to, too much, right? Relative to your capacity, or you have not done enough. You've just not moved enough. So we're, we're, we're static. We're, we're working for long periods of time um, on a chair or stand still. It's not ideal. So, again, linking back to the tip of the last podcast, tracking, right? Having some sort of diary of your movement, of your stress, could be a way to start to identify trends and then it gives you empowerment to do something about it moving forward. Maybe I need to back off my training or maybe I need to increase my step count because I'm just not moving enough. Yeah, These things can go a long way to improving back pain, though.
2: Yeah, a lot of those softer things are people that don't take into consideration, though, it- so obviously if you're not mindful of it you're not aware of it because lots of people won't know or even think about how stressed they are day to day or if they slept properly or if they're comfortable in the chair that they're in all day they'll just think oh my back aches or I'm having a um, my lifts aren't improving but they won't think well did I I eat properly and do I sleep enough because it's a low-hanging fruit do the look get grab the low-hanging fruit and then you can worry about other things after. Yeah,
1: because you never know. The, the easiest thing might actually be the one that stops you from getting this back pain or stops your body from convincing itself it's in some sort of pain. And I, I like what you said earlier as well, Rob, about it's not all, it doesn't always manifest as a physical thing or a result of a physical thing. It could be a mental thing, it could be you're getting stressed at work. Lower back pain is something that we've been studying for years, and we will continue to do so because it, it, again, it it just manifests and becomes so many different things, and the reasons it's hard to put your finger on one single reason with you know that that covers everyone.
3: So to summarise on that, I think what we're saying is generally that back pain can be caused by a number of different things, which should alter the way that you train for this. But essentially, it's just be kind to yourself, do the um, do. Create more movement around um, simple exercises, things like walking, swimming. Um, Don't put extra pressure onto your body. And also listen to to your, look at your lifestyle, review what you're doing. Are you, have you not been moving enough? Have you been moving too much? Or are you, is it caused by, potentially by stress and other elements in life?
1: So we've reached the part in the podcast where we like to give you guys a tip to sort of take home, and Angelo is going to talk about something uh, in regards to helping with today's subject, which is lower back pain.
0: In my instance, my back pain was because of uh, an activity I did, a backflip, but then the lingering pain was because of a lack of movement. So my tip for uh, viewers here is to have some sort of uh, incentive to move more. My incentive was playing a game pokemon go the whole game is based on you getting out and exploring uh for the you know the workers the corporate workers those guys who are kind of stuck at their station for work i would implore you to incorporate the 30 30 rule so for 30 minutes of work take 30 seconds to move now that move can be anything it can be non-specific if you're working a you know a typical eight hour shift although i think most of us probably do more than eight hours now but if you're working a typical eight-hour shift that is 16 opportunities for a 30-second movement. That is eight minutes. Eight minutes of extra movement that you're not really gonna feel. It doesn't really cost you much effort. It just requires you to get up and move your body. You can do it still plugged in whilst I'm talking to you now. I'm moving, I'm literally moving my arms. So that's the Italian side of me coming out. Or it could be actually, you know what, just detach and go to like the toilet or go get a coffee or something, but just 30 on off
1: all right cheers mate um that's a good little rule for people to start implementing now and i think everyone can do that no matter what your training age is whether you're very new whether you have back pain or not i think it's just a great rule to sort of live by especially in as casey said earlier many people can have sedentary life uh, lifestyles and sedentary jobs so yeah that's a good one uh, thank you again everyone for listening to episode number five we'll be back next week with more questions and uh, if you do have a question pop it up in the comments part on spotify or visit our uh, instagram uh training tangents podcast shoot us a message there and we're on trends as well but i can't i keep forgetting that one what what, what is that one case Red. Right. It's, it's called. oh friends. is it called? see i don't <laughs> i sound about fucking 60 70 years old now don't i <laughs> literally
3: you're the sort of person that still calls still calls instagram the instagram
1: yeah what's, what's that into the interweb thing <laughs> what's that <laughs> uh but yeah thank you very much everyone thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time